You're listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Alon Danziger and I am the host and producer for this hour that comes to you on RFB every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Listen to us on the go. If you're not at your computer, go to the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android and you could download the Radio Free Brooklyn app. If you are at your computer, however, you can go to our main site, radiofreebrooklyn.org. If you're interested in learning more about Radio Free Brooklyn, you could sign up for our newsletter at radiofreebrooklyn.org newsletter. If you sign up, you will be able to keep up to date with our new programming, upcoming RFB events, interviews, ticket giveaways, special offers on RFB swag, and much, much more. Subscribe to it and it will only come to your inbox once a month. If you have already signed up for the newsletter, thank you for doing so. There's a good chance you are well aware about the Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad. Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad Live is a part of the after-school program in where local teenagers are learning media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program and you haven't already done so, go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash teen squad. And remember that all your donations are tax deductible. In fact, all your contributions to Radio Free Brooklyn are tax deductible because we're a 501c3. So if you go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate, any and all sense that you contribute to us will help us stay on the air. We are dedicated to providing you with a free and open platform and promoting media literacy, education, and free expression. Radio Free Brooklyn relies primarily on your donations. And to help support our mission, just make that one-time donation or monthly pledge at, again, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. And with that, we can begin on this journey. My wife is going to listen to this and she's going to be like, that is the worst version of CSI Miami I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my God, that's what you were doing. Duh. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> we just heard uh, another voice from around the corner, from around the corner on the other side of the table. <sighs> Welcome to Lost and Rewound. This is our uh, weekly dive into the rough and raw sounds of your audio from the yesteryears. And with me today, as always, our cohort, Will Hasty. Hello, hello, hello. And coming back to the show. Miss Catherine Dunn. Meow. Yes. Hello, Catherine. So, nice to see you. Welcome you back. Thank you. Welcome back. It's your first time in the rec room, huh? It is. 
It's it's exciting. It's I gotta say it's a nice. I like it. It's a nice setup. It's this soft. is. I want to live here. <laughs> it's, it's, I it's, could. You're it's not co- the first to comment <laughs> co- and make such a. There's make, there's no reason I can't put a mattress up there. Oh no way. No, no, no reason. No reason. <laughs> and like get a little thing to like pick like a little. What do you call the thing that you like? Whatever. Like a dumb waiter for my dog. Oh, but like treehouse style. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, I was sort of like, wait, wait. You would pulley yourself up like just for kicks? Oh, for your dog? Yeah, for my animals. <laughs> no, your dog Tri- Trixie uh, should definitely not go up there. <laughs> no, she she's been in loft beds with me. Has would she? she would she hop? No, she's not a lunatic. She's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is so nice. How so? You have, you still have your two shows on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, you're on Saturdays at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Correct. for Dunson and Art Star Scene Radio, respectively. Yeah, how have those shows been going? They are always a lot of fun. Uh, I think one of our most naked guests, she will be visiting us this ooh, coming ooh, Saturday. Ooh. Her name is Sherry. Uh, we oh. haven't had Mandy, who is our most naked guest, uh, in a while. How is uh? Oh my God! Why am I blanking on her name? Juno? No, no, of course not. Oh, no, Juno's name. She's our co-host. You Still know that? Me, yes. Yeah, she joined. The, uh, she joined the show yeah. about a while ago. While yeah, ago, yeah, in ago. August or so. Yeah. yeah, but not Stormy. Who was the girl you were obsessed with? <laughs> not Stormy. <laughs> not Stormy Daniels, but the actual name of that dancer who I am totally blanking on. Burlesque dancer. <laughs> You had a total freak out when she showed do up. Do you know what he's talking oh, about? Oh, I do. You absolutely I'm enjoying know what I'm talking this. about. You absolutely <laughs> know what I'm talking about. It was Stormy Leathers. Yeah, Stormy Leather. Stormy Leather. Stormy Leather. My screensaver. My screensaver screen really still. Cute. Seriously, wow. <laughs> Impressive. So thank you for joining us this week, Catherine. You will definitely have to come back to contribute some more of your audio. You did even have some stuff in mind for today, but we weren't able to in time digitize it. Is that correct? Yeah, I have um, like this whole trip to Vegas with my friend and uh, just everything from... Wait, for how long ago? A long time ago. Nice. Years I won't even mention. Clearly it was from the early 2000s (laughs) when I was about 13. I don't know. I don't know math. So... I feel like at this this time maybe I we should say that uh, you know I've been uh, reaching out to a lot of folks lately to who may want to be on the show. Uh, I have been uh, you know manually putting in the work to uh, reach out to uh, potential guests, and I think the premise might be confusing. So um, why don't uh, you, Catherine, uh, explain a little bit about what you would think in an elevator pitch what the show is all about? Ooh. Well, I like the the logline or whatever this the the phrase is come time to get embarrassed with us. Yeah, which is essentially that you're just sharing old video old audio that might be embarrassing that maybe you haven't listened to in a long time maybe it's in you know storage and you kind of break it out and listen to it here with virgin ears um, virgin ears or more virgin actually ears. less virgin ears more like whore ears <laughs> the oh ears boy. of a whore of grizzled your ears whore. are a bunch of whores yeah and then you get to like judge yourself with a group of people who will, <laughs> who will judge you you know softly i feel like I, I feel like a bunch of people get to judge you and then you realize how it's actually really awesome while i was preparing for today's show i realized i had a number of choices at my disposal and uh you know at at the end of the day i realized literally the end of the day like right the day before the recording i uh discovered a, a tape that i had not actually listened to in quite some time that was recorded at the end of high school. I don't normally serious? dead serious. Look in my eyes, Will. Look into my eyes. Do you eyes. see the same eyes I'm looking at? <laughs> Nobody can see it. 
because they're, 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 it's radio, so it's only listenable. For, for our audience's eyes have gone bug-eyed white, and so on, so filled with a sense of honesty. You know how hard I work. No, I'm kidding. They're covered in fire. There's like rings of fire around them. <laughs> the ring of fire around my eyes. The ring of fire. Okay, so uh, let, let's roll it back. So for today's episode, mm. uh, it will be my own submissions. And uh, it's not the Danziger Zone. It's well past the Danziger Zone. So we're not listening to squeaky-voiced Alon from 5th <laughs> or 6th grade or 7th grade. With an earring and a rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a rat tail. For the last time. I know he would have been cooler if he did. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know what's under this hat right now. This, uh, this hat, I'm going for... Please I tell me you shaved your head into the side. <laughs> you shaved your name into the side. Of your no, head. no, no, no. Tell me you're going for full monk. <laughs> Let's see. What, 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 Let's what, see what we got. What we got. What, what, what is happening right now? Oh, hey. metal band. Metal band? No, I'm kidding. No, you got. You got some. You got like some a Jewish metal band. <laughs> what? Uh. So basically, Mata's Yahoo's next project. Shalom. Shalom. Mata's Yahoo. Shalom. <laughs> um, no. So the Shalom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All I know I knew why I, I brought you back here. Let us begin and hear just how zany or lack thereof this is. Okay, yeah. So, uh, my name is Elon Danziger, and um, I'm sitting here in my room, and I just graduated high school. Um... I wish I could give this a name or something, you know? Like, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you wish you can give a name to. Like, uh, some kind of special or some kind of weird cool name having to do with Zone, but, um, the fact is is that I don't know if I can. I mean, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. I mean, I listen to all my old tapes and I'm thinking, woohoo! God damn! That was fucking corny as all hell. Yeah, so basically, uh, here's the story. My name is Elon Danziger, and I am the creator of a thing called the Danziger Zone. Uh, if you ever have come into my room, you'll notice there's a lot of tapes, and I'm the creator of a, a series of tapes called the Danziger Zone, which is basically my salvage to uh, uh, salvation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, as you know, I, I don't do good words, uh, for things. Oh, no, it's basically the thing that I kind of, I used to save myself from my bad social life, and I would just have this own kind of pseudo-radio program that I recorded around the house and in school and everywhere, basically. I went, I took the recorder, and I would make a tape, and I'd give it a name. And, uh, sometimes I name them in advance. Well, basically, here's the story. It's been about... Oh, jeez. It's been about five years since the demise of the Danziger Zone. Fifty tapes, and about three... No, two years, I would say two or three years, 50 tapes, and now I'm done with school, I've graduated high school, and now I'm going off to college. So basically, at this point, 
I'm just kind of looking back at all the things that I've done. And, you know, my good friends, the Gildans, actually gave me the recorder, and this is what I'm speaking to you on. So, kind of interesting little background information. And, uh, as you know, because I'm being stupid, I'm basically incredibly spontaneous, and I don't do any editing or anything, I'm, or no, I have in the past, but not, at least not now, because I won't dare, uh, mess with the, uh, the, the refreshing, natural, uh, spontaneity of how I talk, so, you know, I mean, this is unedited, this is coming right from my head, Im un un unrehearsed, improvised talk, and, uh, I'm coming to you on Ju June 29th, 2001. Yep, Y2K's long gone. Uh, and at this point, I guess, I guess what you can say is this is kind of like one of those tapes that will act as a thing to listen to at what's happening at this point. In the world. Well, let's let's um, let's put it into perspective. Right now, my sister is 14, and she is laughing with her friend Bonnie uh, next door. Um, I'm going to college in a couple months. Uh, actually, just about two months, in fact, exact. August 24th, 2001. Sweet mother of God, you were like 17 or 18 in that video, in that, I was, in that clip? I was 18 in that clip. Already doing a career retrospective. <laughs> I am looking back on my life. I mean, I feel I feel like the end of high school is the like natural time to do that, right? Like, this is the first big milestone, and now I move on to the next big thing. Let yeah. me look back at my massive accomplishments, yeah. which ultimately accomplished nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, had, I hadn't left the house yet, so I was uh, still kicking it in my uh, childhood bedroom. Yeah. And uh, I just graduated high school. It was the summer, man. It was, it, I was in a, a very calm place where I wasn't thinking about a show. I wasn't thinking about a class. I wasn't theoretically thinking about a girl. I don't know. Maybe I was. but uh, <laughs> Maybe. Did you guys ever, like, when you guys graduated high school, was there a sense of wanting to, like, document or uh, put a retrospective even in writing? Oh, my God, yes. I'm not sure about a retrospective. I would write things, like, affirmations to myself just so that I would have more like higher self-esteem so i don't think i had enough oh. self-esteem to like sit there and be like this is everything i've accomplished because i think no matter what i accomplish i'm like you did nothing and you should do more oh. so i don't think i'd ever be like oh well, let me look back on my life but um <laughs> i definitely uh wrote a lot and i have a video of myself like i don't know how old just like a video diary a video my, diary yeah that i will convert yes because <laughs> yes, this just yes, inspired me yes, to do it yes, i actually want to hear yes. it alone before anyone hears it because no, it's like fair. me alone confessing some shit and it's only like on my boobs for some reason because <laughs> i like fucked up i fucked up the the frame like my stand-in was a betty boop doll that's shorter oh, than me God. so you <laughs> stood there thinking you were being shot you were just like it so it's my, getting a total different part wait, of my body I'm, I'm, my I'm 15 year old boob okay i was about to say i was having a hard time visualizing this but basically all i have to think of is boobs in front of the camera <laughs> so like imagine you you're you're like oh i'm smart i'll use this doll this life-size doll as a stand-in not realizing that the doll's head comes to your boobs oh. you set up the tripod that's life-size 
Because I was a kid. I'm a, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you were officially an adult. It was adult. only you three years ago, okay? I was Fair 15, point. dude. Fair if point. you think 15 is an adult, you're a pedo. <laughs> No, no, no! You were close enough. You know, your 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 brain was working. I was smoking drugs. There you go. My I'm brain wasn't working. Smoking. I drugs. was pickled on the drugs. No. I hope that you were just smoking. I hope you weren't doing drugs in any other capacity. Yeah. At this point in my life, I'd already tried like acid at least mm. a bunch of times. Allegedly cocaine. Allegedly cocaine. I did lick a sticker at a fish concert because I thought there may have been drugs on it. Probably just germs. Did a sticker. <laughs> I took that sticker and I put it in my mouth. Why? I don't know. But apparently there was some drugs on it. There wasn't. It was just dirty hippie hands. Did I'm anything like, oh. happen? No. But nope. it, it felt cool. One time I ate some hash at a party. It was the first time that I was ever doing any drugs that wasn't simply just smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no concept of edibles at the time, obviously, since my brain was about as large as this piece of hash that uh, <laughs> I like evidently had to chomp on or something. What? Oh, boy. It was weird. They fucked with you. Wow. So that It was probably doo-doo. Did your, did your stomach <laughs> not? There you go. There you go. Eli, it's here's precisely- the piece. What it looked like, <laughs> I know because I got it at the fish concert. Uh-huh. Wait, did that actually did that actually like get you really really fucked up, or did you just have a massive stomachache and then feel like shit? No, no, I spit it out because it was gross. Yeah, it was doo doo. Oh, you no, ate poop. Tasty doo doo, tasty flowy doo doo. No, no, like hardened doo doo. Mm, hardened doo doo, <laughs> like a hedgehog poop. Yeah. Would you like a hedgehog poop mixed with little Sousaw rat poop? I would take it over heroin. <laughs> I would too. I would too. Honestly. Let's listen to the next clip. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Let's see what's happening in the world. Um, well, I just got my Rolling Stone stains on the cover. <laughs> they won't last long by the time this is here, though. Yeah, this is heard. Um, I own about 200 CDs. Uh, let's see, albums that are big now. Uh, bands that are big at the moment. Let's see, there's uh, well, Dido and Incubus. Uh, those are, t- and let's see, uh, Nelly Furtado, Missy Elliott, um, D12, and, uh, Bleak 182, Sugar Ray, uh, I, I'm particularly digging that Alicia Keys stuff, um, uh, let's see, what other stuff, oh yeah, um, I just, I, uh, I, uh, helped, uh, get this 12-year-old, off the ground, she's now um, shooting a music video. Her name is Beige. I worked at an internship in the city called One Source Entertainment. This guy named Bill Herndon, my boss, discovered this girl in Syracuse. She's 12 years old, and she's got this wonderful pop voice, and she's gonna be like huge, because music loves youth, you know. Um, and I hope to continue some work in the uh, communications, in uh, not as a career, but because I'm gonna be an actor when I. Still, still want to be an actor, but my main goals in college are to be a radio DJ, <laughs> no surprise there. Um, I'm going to be majoring in writing, and that should be fun. Possibly songwriting would be a good uh, focus. Maybe creative writing, having to do with poetry. This is only what I'm hoping. Um, uh, let's see. But that was really fun being in the city, doing an internship. I'm all over the place right now, so you'll have to bear with me here, listener, uh, whoever you may be. Senior year of high school, yeah. every <laughs> outgoing senior has to do an internship, mm-hmm. and they can go anywhere. 
they can do it in locally in Poughkeepsie. They can go to New York City. They can go outside of New York. Mm-hmm. I opted to go to New York. I had a cousin who I stayed with throughout the week, and uh, yeah, I did this internship for a month, and it was a blast. I worked in the Flatiron District, mm-hmm. and. I worked at a tiny little office, like one of those like old school office buildings where the office is literally like one fucking room that three people are working in. Yep, and yep. it, yeah. At the time that I recorded this, I probably didn't think much of actually what was going to happen to this woman. According to this rare and obscure music.wordpress.com article, yes. Turns ah. out after f- over four years of trying to get a record deal, Beige finally signed a deal with Atlantic Records at 16 years old. In 06, she released her debut single called The Greatest Gift. It's unknown how or if the single made any charts at all, but it was released on iTunes. She did not become famous, but I gotta say, cool. Music that was rattling off. I love that it was like Stained was on the Rolling Stone cover. <laughs> They're not going to exist by the time this this is heard. <laughs> wait, wait, I mentioned like Alicia Keys. I mentioned... Missy Elliott. Elliot. I mentioned like basically all the stuff that was popular at the time. Incubus. I think Mul- I, I'm pretty sure that like in the month of June, Moulin Rouge was like the biggest song of ever. Okay, first off, I really love that album. M- Mocha Tocolata, uh, whatever the Creole uh, Marmalade. Creole Marmalade. Let's keep going. What else? What's happening in politics? Oh, yeah, yeah, we have a stupid president. <laughs> but, you know, that's beside the point. Basically, the one thing to hope is that he doesn't fuck up. But by the time you listen, he may already have fucked up. And if he hasn't, he'll just be one of those benign, do-nothing presidents. And you know who I'm thinking of. The name W. Um, let's see, Jack Lemon died yesterday. Kind of sucks. Uh, I was just reading that the Yankees lost to the Tampa Bay Sun Devils. Uh, oh yeah, talk about friends. I have a new group of friends, kind of. I'm still friends with Brooks. I'm still friends with Ben. Um, I'm not really friends with Kyle anymore, unfortunately. He's kind of, uh, we've kind of had a falling out because he kind of became a pothead. Um, still friends with Ryan, of course, of course. Then he's got a girlfriend now. And, uh, he's been going out with her for a long time, so he basically hangs out with her, and I see him sometimes. We're still pretty tight, though. We're still pretty good friends, but we don't hang out all the time. Uh, I'm friends with a couple of people I made through PDS. Uh, Daniel Tobias, for one. Flynn Jones, another major, major friend. Uh, <laughs> another one is Sean Kelly. And, uh, I had a couple other friends, too. But those are my main ones, really. Uh, I can name a whole bunch of but you have to watch my graduation speech on tape to really get that down. Um, right now I'm listening to Matchbox 20 on the radio, and it's a really bad song. Even though it's on their first album, you know, I, I it's called Mad Season. It's from the self-titled, self-titled song, the album, uh, our song for the same name. Right, anyway, so basically I'm just blabbing here, and I'm boring the fuck out of you. Uh, so I think I might want to, um, do something, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I mean, basically, the only reason that I created the Danziger Zone was because I, you know, wanted to do something fun, and I couldn't do it with anybody. I mean, it was kind of like uh, the recorder was, 
a kind of like a video camera to me, except a, a lot less expensive and um, less breakable. Like, or yeah, I guess you could say less breakable. Although this was handheld and it did break very, very often, and that's why this is my third one. Yeah, that's why the other two kind of uh, died on me. And let's hope this one doesn't die on you. Politics, talking about friends, otherwise uh, talking shit about Matchbox 20. I think that's really all I can ascertain from that. I love the withdrawn and like somewhat covered up. Yeah, because our president's an idiot. Oh, such hindsight. Yeah, (laughs) such such hindsight. Yeah, it's still true. So why aren't you friends with the pothead? (laughs) This is is the thing. Okay, so I have to to apologize to our friend. (laughs) He's not going to listen to this, but... Because <laughs> he's a pothead and he doesn't do stuff? No, no. Because he does drugs. Kyle, he's Kyle, evil. Kyle has totally been on this show once before. No he way. Was a, he was a good sport. He got into law. He's a father now. I want to say he was living in New York and maybe moved out of the city. And Still now, smokes a lot of pot. I, who, who, the, who really knows? All I can say is, is that Ryan, who I spoke of in here, was smoking just as much weed really like maybe half of my friends were drug users to put it you know in a blanket term whereas Mm -hmm. i did smoke weed but i wasn't really uh i I didn't keep it on me at all times Mm -hmm. like i didn't have it at the house like i know that like maybe kyle ryan when they were growing up probably had weed on them uh even though their parents didn't know but that's like the whole thing i bet you if like my parents had found out that i had had weed on me they would have been like Nah, that's fine. As long as you didn't get it from mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hippie, as long as you didn't steal you it from us. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as you didn't take our weed, it's all good. <laughs> okay, shall we continue on then? What else do we have? What for else? Today? This is my sister who uh, who has what are you been. Doing? I'm just talking. Why? I have no clue. I just thought I just decided to talk. Hey. So this is my sister Sarah, and so she's changed over the years a lot. Now she's going, uh, uh, she's on the tip between which school she should go to, and she's probably going to pick her public school, which I never went to. You did, she did. Do you have any staples? No, I don't have staples. Well, you have a staple. Sometimes people. Well, I don't know. Shut up! I don't know where they are. Why did you open the door? The bugs are going to come in. There's another little, no. little. Well, I don't want to get bitten while I'm asleep. Here's another obsession of mine is that I basically don't like living in a barn. And I have this obsession to basically destroy any insect ca- uh, insect that enters my, uh, enters within five feet of me. Oh, because I went to get ta- blank tapes and I found blank tape. I don't know, sir. Mission possible. Yeah. I fucked it up kind of. I should have made it more congruent, but whatever. It looks kind of cool. Basically, uh, my room is crazy uh, covered with things. What? Yes, I did. No, I didn't carve that in. Although, I could probably do that. That'd be kind of cool. My dorm. Carve that in my door, man. Yeah. I know. Anyway, I know I'm stupid. Did mama say that? I just said mama. Yes, you did. Do you like what I wrote there? It looks fine, sir. 
No, it's fine. Right. It's really dark here. Okay. Anyway, I drive now. I drive right now. I drive a 1990 Nissan Maxima. Uh, maroon. Uh, it was a hand-me-down car from some family friends, or family rel tech now relatives, technically, uh, through, through marriage. Uh, and now I'm listening to uh, Coldplay, which is a damn good group. I wonder if they'll be around by the time this is heard. Because this is not going to be heard until a long time. I'm going to throw this away. Long, long time. And then I'm going to retrieve it and listen and see if anything by chance is dated. I think these guys will be around by the time I listen to this. You know, it'll be like three months after. Because <laughs> I'll be too eager. Far too eager. Our bedrooms were right side by side. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how your bedrooms were when you were growing up. But, Same uh, thing with my little brother. Yeah. You you're, you have, you don't have siblings, right, Kat? No. But was your bedroom like right next to your parents, or did you have, luckily have, have some space? Um, I mean, my bedroom door was on the way to my grandmother's, so she would have to pass if she was going. My mom's was right up the stairs. I shared it with my great-grandmother. You did and, share your room? Yeah, oh, I didn't until know Until I was that. five. Oh. Yeah, and uh, it was gigantic, a really big room, and I would like look at the mirror, and my family had like a boat, so we had these like mirrors from the boat, mm. and I was like, they're magic. So I would like <laughs> go to my closet and like kind of like look in them and like hope that I could like go on the other side to like hang out with Hug a Bunch or like, glass. yeah, Alice Wonderland shit, all that magic. I would climb a lot, like I would climb my, my walls, I would climb my, my closet, my stairs, everything. Mm. Uh, to this day, I'll close my eyes. Even last night, I was closing my eyes, and I will think that I'm in my bed in my childhood room, but not the way that it was in my childhood, because my bed moved around a lot, and I would like kind of try and redesign it. It was so big that I was like, I'm going to make it look like an apartment. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, like I, I like created furniture and Wait, walls Kevin, and like great neck. And I created like uh, like weird like furniture and walls to like separate places in the room, and then like I had like one. Uh, era of my room where it was just like a bed it was like a day bed in my queen bed into the day bed when you open the day bed it's just like the entire half of the room is bed hmm. cold play uh oh was God. also mentioned there which is hysterical more like time stamping of what's big in 2001 okay. they're not going to be around no i wonder if they'll be around they'll still be around they'll still be around i mean they're not making new music no they're touring but they're not but yeah they're not they're, they're just like one of the biggest bands in the universe but you know uh, don't yeah. that. they could just coast on their success for a while i'll never forget that chris martin was consciously uncoupled I, yeah, I'll never forget that Chris Martin consciously dated Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> so we hey, had a falling out. Seems, we she, had a falling out. She seems. She seems. Gloop. Well, goop. Stop goop, it. Goop. Whatever. Stop it, Gwyneth. Now, Gwyneth Paltrow, I have lost all respect for. But when I she never actually, had when any. They, when they were actually getting married, I had tremendous respect for her as an actress, and I had tremendous respect for her mom. No. Um. But uh, but then I found things out about her and found out that she's actually apparently a very self-righteous bitch. Anyway. I never liked her because I sensed all that. You sensed it. I hated her <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> Do you There's... hate tall blondes? No, I love blondes. Well, I guess yeah, Stormy Leather is tall and blonde, isn't she? She's a redhead. There's a nuance. <laughs> uh, 
That's okay. Um, let's take a quick break. When we return, we will have more of this because uh, there's still more to listen to. If you're not completely bored out of your school already or you uh, cannot contain your excitement, either way, somewhere in the middle, you will find us in a second. Stick around. It no longer is. It was. <laughs> Here with Catherine and Will this week on Lost and Rewound, Radio Free Brooklyn. Will and Catherine here with me on this week of Lost and Rewound. So far, thoughts of an 18-year-old pencil-necked geek uh, in Woodstock, New York. Hard to imagine he's a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Just just shoving it in his heart. Not anywhere else he's shoving it. (laughs) They are magazines. Well, but now, I don't know what's going to happen with the magazines, but Rolling Stone, Spin, Maxim stuff, FHM, uh, Blender, I think that's really it, I mean, yeah, pretty much, uh, car and driver, although I must say that, you know, becoming a driver, I've lost interest in cars, as much as I have, I mean, I used to be so fucking avid, I used to go to, like, the fucking car shows and all, I went two years in a row, I went to car shows. And I had a lot of fun. I still like looking at car magazines. I mean, the fact is, is that I enjoy looking at cars. But, you know, it's kind of hard because I don't have any money. You know? And I love looking at them and I wouldn't, wouldn't mind driving them. I wouldn't mind having a job testing and driving cars as long as they're automatic. You know? Because I, I, at the point, at this point, I'm not like into driving manuals. Although, you know, I might in the future. But, you know, only time will tell. I don't know. I'm fine with my car right now, as long as it doesn't blow up on me. Although I have a lot of dream cars. Wouldn't mind getting like a Lexus or a Mercedes Benz or an Audi or a Honda, a nice Honda car like S200, S2000 or a Toyota MR, MR2, man. That's a hot, hot car. And a Lexus Coupe, that little Lexus SC Coupe is pretty funny. Fun, like shit, man looks awesome and I also really like uh oh wouldn't mind like you know if I was getting an all-wheel drive car I could go become an actor I can get a lot of good cars you know like I would get like a Volkswagen Passat all-wheel drive wagon that'd be be hot man I mean it's expensive that's like 35,000 shit I I probably can get something more expensive but you know that's a good car Passat man awesome shit and you know like I wouldn't mind getting, like, a sporty Mazda for fun, because those things are fun, man. Maybe I'll get that, like, before I connect it, because, like, that Mazda Protégé sport wagon, I mean, that's cool. That's cool, you know? Because it's small, it's sexy, it's a wagon, so you can fall down and have sex in the back, you know? It's all good. And it's a nice, and it's a nice horsepower, too. But I think it's only, it's only manual, which sucks. So, therefore, I'd have to get a man, I'd have to learn to drive manual. 
But then if I also want to drive a manual, I'd also want to get one like uh, a Honda Civic type. Uh, no, Honda Civic Si. But you know, those are really, really uh, kind of uh, horish because everyone has them. Everyone's riding them. <laughs> oh my God. That, oh my god that was it's, it's totally inappropriate it's got room in the back so i can have sex in the back yeah. and and my god i don't want to get that car because it's just so whorish these cars are just out of my range and if i ever had to drive manual well oh man that's a whole other can of worms i'd have to learn How could it i learn that i just needed someone to shut me up i feel like i just was all going off the rails no, there dude, you were 18 i was 18 going off the rails being like man I love I, like to rent. I love you know reading these magazines and I love these cars that I'll never ever be able to afford and if I ever become an actor I could afford to get a lot of cars including a Passat <laughs> there you go <laughs> or a Gremlin hatchback well done exactly no I so I remember I went to the car show a few years in a row at the Javits Center mm. when I was in high school, and this shaped my mind. I mean, because it's a great show. You, you, you were just chatting about this. You yeah. said you'd gone to the boat show and, and the, car. the car show every year. So yeah. I, I can't fuck with the boats because the boat show just seems like way, way too white for me. But I mean, I was always thinking like, ooh, this would be a cool house to live in on the water. Mm-hmm. But uh, get fuck in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Kingston, which was uh, I think we'll be hearing in a clip or two uh is kingston kingston new york the cars that i would see going to the mall were like just totally like all like souped up coupes and everything and so Hello i think lights. and so i Soup guess coupe. yeah like you know like way like overly uh you know expensive looking jobs done to make these cars look even like flashier than they already are having like the uh you know the bumpers at the very you know and you got rims exactly so like you could totally make a Honda Civic look totally sexy that way. <laughs> and I think that's probably where my head was at with that. Anyway, let's move on with the next clip. I have a job at the moment, although uh, it's not exactly the greatest job. It's called Hoffman's Car Wash. And I am working at the detailed detail work uh, section where I get to vacuum and you dry the window, dry the, uh, the outside and clean inside of the windows and do all sorts of cool stuff and it is a cool job except the problem is that the people are dumbasses <laughs> total dumbasses I, I think I am the only kid from Woodstock everyone else is from Kingston so therefore I am the minority um, not only because I'm Jewish but because I am uh, from Woodstock and I'm not from Kingston and therefore I am totally the black sheep of the group, and everyone else is total dicks. I mean, when we go to work, they're fine, but outside of work, they're just like, all they talk about is like, who they fucked the other night before, and you know, trying to get, and you know, you know, talking about how stupid their bosses are. Which, in fact, their bosses are actually, you know, more decent than the co-workers I work with. And in fact, I'm one of the oldest people of that group, so go figure. <laughs> Uh, but it's a fun job, I guess. I get seven and a quarter an hour. Third best job yet I've gotten pay-wise. I've had a couple jobs uh, after the, after the dancing was on some nice. A couple jobs, but they kind of sunk and miserably. I corner plenty and uh, Pineview Bakery and 
I worked as a CIT at Camp Suakabano, and I did uh, some babysitting jobs. That was kind of cool. First jobs, y'all? Diner. No, no, like a Greek restaurant. I was a counselor oh, at uh, a sailing camp. At a sailing camp? When I was 11. No, no wonder you love your boat show. Yeah, I was, well, no, I loved, I mean. Because you, you you were chilling on, on a catamaran from an early age. You got it, you got it. <laughs> no, no, dude, the happy, the only reason I was ever a good swimmer was because I would spend, especially when I was a little kid, I would spend like, and this is not an exaggeration, like five to six hours just rolling around in the ocean. And surfing or just rolling around the water. And so it turned into me being on a lot of boats. And yeah. Just low, you know, when I go. It's uh, one of those things that uh, I guess if you were into swimming, you're into other things that are nautical as well. True. True, true. Your diner first job, Catherine. Um, I actually forgot that I was a babysitter before that. But yeah. Oh, there on. you go. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. See, that seems more organic. It's like yeah, you, that you, makes more sense. You, you know a family, you, you take care of their kid. And then when you could afford to not have to worry about taking care of that kid, you take care of a bunch of drunk old people <laughs> at the diner. <laughs> Pretty much. I lost a child. I don't know where she went. I'm sorry. But loves to drink. <laughs> what was the name of the diner? Athanakis. Athanakis. Ooh, Athanakis? A, a, a good Greek diner. Yeah. And your family is Greek too. So was it a family? Uh, no, I just went connection? in and spoke Greek and we became family. That's how it works. Aww. That's how it works. <laughs> were, they, were they a 24-7 diner? No, no, it wasn't a diner. It was actually a restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I said diner, <laughs> but then I realized it so, wasn't. So every no, I said bit restaurant. of information. Okay. No, you interrupted before I could correct myself, <laughs> as per usual. Just roll. Just, just dive over. You two are great. Um, okay, so Greek restaurant. You're how old? 16? Yeah. Was that the era where you were like hissing at people? I'm always hissing at people. <sighs> well, Wait, short hair, short hair in the, in the got that jacket? Oh, uh, no, I think I had long hair by this point. How long were you at the job for? I don't remember. I don't know. Where'd you go to college? I don't think I actually ever asked. Uh, Nassau and Queens. But you didn't have the job going into college, though. You... No. Yeah. No, see, the thing is, I would always travel. So any job I had, I would lose by the summer because I'm going to go to but Greece. That, but that was the family trip to Greece every year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I probably, like, I don't think I came back to the job when I came back, but I don't remember. Right. Wait, like so, I was, just, so was this a place that you ever worked at again, or was it just that one summer when you were 16? I also think it like ceased to exist. Oh, dear. Because oh. a lot of businesses near the train station in Great Neck didn't stay. Last mm, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure what happened. I just know that, like, I think I got it during a summer. I have no idea. I don't even remember, like, when I worked there. Funny. I just know that I went there one day, spoke Greek, got the job with no experience. Boom, done. And he let me, like, drive his car with no license. Aww, what? It was amazing. Dangerous. Yes, yeah. I am dangerous. The um, fact that you worked at a restaurant ties in with the fact that uh, where I worked was right next to a diner that I, to this day, haven't been in a while, but for a while, during college, whenever I'd come back to visit, would visit all the time. It was literally right across the parking lot from Hoffman's Car Wash. Oh, my God. Which isn't at all ironic since our departed uh, but soon to come back at some point, uh, Jimmy, uh, you know, shares the same last name. Jimmy but, Hoffman. But I can assure you that there is no connection. Uh, mm -hmm. Hoffman Car Wash is a kind of an institution in the Ulster County in the Hudson Valley area. And when a job came up, because like they would just do like those normal ass car washes where you like you could do it yourself, right? 
you know, park your car in and you can clean it up yourself too on the outside. But this was like a full scale kind of operation. Um, and what you had was you had cars that would come around, you know, behind and then they would give their car to the attendants and then they would just clean the damn car from the inside out. Uh, you can even like for an extra amount of money get your tires uh, polished. Yeah, exactly. So I was not on that section, but I did vacuum a lot of cars, and I vacuumed cars with about the same length of hair as I have right now, if not maybe a little shorter. But it was the weirdest job, and the nicknames that I got from some of these jerks were tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Oh, I mean like. Uh, poop dick? I mean, like, it was... Poop dick! Wow, okay, that was not what I was expecting. So, what? so, a fun time you had at this I'm car sorry. wash. I'm yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Hello, poop, poop dick, dick. Like, you're did different. You, did you talk about anal sex at all? It was just them finding creative ways to use gay Good slurs. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. I didn't get I'm like, why would it be bad that you're having anal? I think, just think bullies. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay. Like, <laughs> I was. Poop dick. Yeah. So stupid. Oh, Elon. It's really dumb. That's so, like, turd burglar. Like, they're basically saying turd burglar, butt pirate. But in exactly. the shittier way. Yeah. In, 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 a, just a in the of, Kingston way. In a totally Kingston way. Kingston 2001. Trash. Just so, yeah, exactly. Men are trash. Um, I, I <laughs> can't say much more than that. Uh, but that said, the job, again, seven and a quarter an hour. How much did you get paid for your first jobs? More. Um, I never yeah. worked for less than 10. I think it was like eight fifty something. Yeah. Like, you know, if you were making a, at least above minimum wage in oh. 2001 or, you know, when you were in high school, mm. if you were making minimum wage at your job before you graduated high school, that's at least something. Well, so I don't know. I mean, my, especially at the end of high school, my jobs were all either swimming related or film related because like right sure. when I was 17, that's when I went out to LA. Yeah. But um, but anyway, I don't know why I even. Oh, it's on okay. Tangent. We have actually one more clip to play uh, that uh, is more of the same, and I think it will be hopefully an, an endearing send off for Oops. what I, I hope has been an, an interesting hour. I guess now I could do something cool, but I don't have the equipment set up for it. Cause I was gonna um, set up for you to listen to uh, um, some of my favorite songs, but seeing that this is. Uh, not the best time. It's at this present moment, uh, 10 to 1 o'clock a.m. It's 12.50. So, it's not a great, great time to go and uh, play music uh, at this hour. Although I am, technically, but very low. Um, and I'm in my room alone, and my sister is still talking, and hopefully she won't shut me the fuck up. Because I still have a lot of this tape to go. And I am going to take this whole tape, trust me. You know, I'm, I'm going to take this whole tape. Even if it takes one every little bit of soul out of me. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see, oh, well, my parents. Parents are still together, which is probably pretty cool. Um, at this present moment, I'm kind of grounded from doing anything after 11.30 because I went out with my sister um, and her friends, uh, I took them, drove them in the middle of the night to, uh, kind of like a, you know, just chill out, and we basic, basically just hung out, and I taught them how to drive. <laughs> That's basically what I did, was I taught them how to drive in the Zena parking lot, and that was fun, it was a nice bonding experience. 
Um, after well, that was after we all got coffee at the Cumberland Farms in Woodstock. And um, even though I did everything right, um, except tell, ask permission, I did write a letter and I did start to ask permission to my parents, but you know, next thing I know, they are really really pissed at us. <laughs> so my mom leaves for city and my dad says no media it's because you're bored of, because you're bored and you know the media is making you bored of everything else like reading and doing work and what and my sister apparently is really bored of all the media stuff because she we're all obsessed with we're both obsessed with instant messenger chat and tv whatever fuck it basically he says we can't do it we have to we have to be in our rooms by 11 30 which is fine because my room is rad and i can just do whatever the fuck i want in my room you can't tell me what the fuck to do. At one point, though, he was going to, like, get rid of the lights. Lights! At one point, he was going to get rid of the lights. Yeah, exactly. So, so tame Elon, who <laughs> took care of his sister, took them out to get coffee. Not drinking. No, 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 yeah, yeah, Coffee. Yeah, exactly. And then taught her how to drive. Exactly. You're getting grounded, Elon. Th th that night was epic, actually, because I can recall that I was upstairs at the computer. where The, the family computer was uh, on the third floor. At the top floor, it was, like, a loft space above the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember my sister comes up and she has her friends Katie and Cassie over and she's like, hey, do you want to get out of here? And I said, what do you mean? We, we all kind of agreed that uh, we were kind of feeling a little bit uh, um, adventurous, cooped up. So we wanted to go. Apparently, I wrote my parents a letter telling them that, hey, I'm going to do this whether you like it or not. Uh... And I did it. And I remember we went and got coffee, and then I drove them to swim team, right? Yeah. Xena uh, was, they had a swim team that I was on for a minute when I was a kid, but their parking lot is pretty open. So you could just sort of drive down this long, dusty driveway to a clearing of which, you know, the pool is obviously closed, mm. but the parking lot. It's open. So we spent hours just driving around, and I taught Katie and Cassie and my sister Sarah Aww. how to drive. And then the car stalled. <laughs> Good time. So it was like 5 a.m. at this point, probably, or something. And my mom <laughs> had to pick us up. Oh my God. That's why they were pissed. I was in an act of rebellion knowing that my time living at the house uh, was nigh because I was off to college and ready to, you know, do my own thing and be an independent person. Yeah. And mostly was very good about you know following the rules i would say of the two of us my sister was a little more uh disobedient mm -hmm. and i uh took this moment to go and for, go for gusto and be a, a bad influence right <laughs> but yeah that i i was in a lot of trouble and but it's so true like when you're in your bedroom i think the thing that we could really uh, take from this whole entire hour is it's after high school it's before college i'm grounded because i uh took my sister and her friends out for a joyride mm -hmm. and here i am just like rambling aimlessly about the state of the world and my life and it's like well whoa shit. that was not wow that's you, you, you didn't hear clearer. that i said i was kind of grounded i remember i was lying in my bed just rambling aimlessly passing and, the time <laughs> yeah while i'm grounded and so, oh my god my so dad's my, gonna take the lights at 11 30 i'm surprised it's <laughs> Sarah was able to have a friend over. Shit, I mean, 
clearly nobody wanted to come over to my house at all. So I was just on my oh. own listening to Matchbox 20's Mad Season while playing. <laughs> I hate you, Matchbox 20. Yeah, fuck you, Rob Thomas. No, love, love no. <laughs> Team Rob all the way. Team Steven, fuck off. Um, third Eye Blind. Um, no, there's so much more that was even on here that, I, again, I wish I could have played, but we didn't have enough time. Elon, I, I swear to God, I wish, I wish, I wish I could have met you as a teenager because especially when I heard, first heard that voice, I thought it was the most pre-Elon's voice now voice I've ever heard when all those old recordings of you I heard are just like you with the squeakiest child's voice. And it's amazing to me because I, I would have assumed that you were younger than 18. <laughs> and so, but yet it's... Because he was a virgin. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's such a quintessential like teenage era. Like, I'm just, I'm feeling angsty and I'm, <laughs> and I'm talking about the world and I'm talking about what's bothering me. I'm so angsty, I want to talk about politics. And I, and I got to get a car with a big trunk so that I can have sex in it. Well, I One certainly day. hope that this has inspired the both of you to dig a little deep and find what other Indeed. clips you could probably find. I know, Catherine, you indicated that you uh, just have to uh, get something digitized. Yeah. I would think it'd be appropriate to uh, bring it on uh, since uh, I have already uh, shed so much of my uh, own yeah. uh, uh, metaphorical skin, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a butterfly <laughs> uh, of this uh, ridiculous past Alon. <laughs> I want to hear past Catherine. I want to hear past Will. I want to hear the you, the listener, the past you. I found a videotape of me when I was a kid giving a tour of my room where I'd built a bunch of paper guns. Ah, and it nothing's was basically, different. That's true. And it's an ode to a girl named Julia who I had a huge crush on. Shout out to Julia. Mm. Oh, yeah. Julia Friedman, who I'm pretty sure is married with a kid right now. Yeah. What up, Jules? My God, I didn't even realize most of these videos. They Still exist, there. Yeah. and we uh, we uh, here at Lost and Rewound uh, want to hear what you have. Like Will, and Catherine, and myself, uh, we are uh, oh, in, yeah. in, in in other respects, I suppose, um, archivists and audiophiles. Uh, <laughs> and uh, th- I really want to thank you guys for uh, coming through uh, to be a part of this hour. And uh, Catherine, especially, welcome back. Thank it's you. It's been far too long. Welcome back. It's like a year. Not really. No, 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 no. calendar year. Yeah, you're, you're, you're still 21. It's okay. <laughs> I know. I'll be 20 soon. Catherine Dunn here on Lost and Rewound for this week, joining Will Hasty and myself. Catherine can be heard otherwise here on Radio Free Brooklyn every Saturday, as mentioned earlier in the hour. She is on at 3 p.m. for Dunson, a storytelling show with co-host Greg, and then uh, you, Juno, and Faceboy uh, is where you become Face Girl for Art Star Scene Radio yeah. every Saturday night at seven. And then you otherwise have. Uh, what else do you have in the cooker right now? What I really want is everybody to get their butts over to the NYC Talent Show every single Sunday, especially this Sunday, Cinco de Mayo at the Creek in the Cave. 8.30 sign up, 9 o'clock show until 11. I might actually do that. I'm you not have kidding. to. I might actually do I'm that. not kidding. You have to. Okay. It's done. We'll be back in a little bit to wrap up on Radio Free Brooklyn. Ooh, ooh. And that's our show. My thanks again to Will and Catherine for holding it down with me this week. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Lost and Rewound. A reminder that if something piqued your interest on this episode, 
You could email us at lostandrewound at radiofreebrooklyn.org, and all of our past episodes can be heard on all relevant platforms where you get your podcasts, including SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Podomatic. And of course, if you go to our profile page at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash LAR, you could see our player right there at the bottom of the screen. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, Lost and Rewound, signing out. sucks man I hope Three Doors Down doesn't like evolve into a good band fuck Three Doors Down man fuck that shit fuck that shit I'm a loser you're the loss of the rest